This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, it's that time of year where we need to both look back and look ahead. And of course, it being the end of the decade, we're going to look back at the whole decade as well, as far as Chelsea is concerned. And who better to do that than my old buddies, Jonathan Kidd and Clayton Beerman from the Chelsea Fancast. So there we go, chaps. How are you both doing? Uh, we're very yeah, good. Great stuff. We're, you're you're up, speaking on my behalf, are you, Jonathan? To what Jonathan likes to speak, speak. Let let the man speak. Let the man speak. We will in a minute. Don't panic. Uh, let's let's just have a look back at the year first. Uh, I'll start. I'll start with you, Jonathan. Um, it's <laughs> to say it's been a mix and a roller coaster year for Chelsea would be, of course, an understatement, wouldn't it? Yeah, but would we have it any other way? Which, no, you know, we love it, don't we? We, we love do. we love being down in the depths and. Uh, and people writing us off and everybody saying, ha, 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 they've imploded. And, oh, oh dear, they've won a trophy. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm always, um, I'm, I'm pleased there is always a bounce back, which there always is. It's, uh, and it, it doesn't frequently tend to take very long. I mean, like the current blip, you know, people are now saying, oh, it's all over for Frank, let's get rid of him. But I don't know why I've made him a very old man saying that, because it's mostly the youth who are saying that, I get the impression. But um, no, it's, uh, it's, um, as you say, Chich, hugely roller coastery, and then uh, the wonderful win at um, Baku for the team in the Europa League, uh, and um, and then uh, the decision for Sarri to go to Juventus, which uh, uh, for me was out of the blue completely. I thought there'd be another year with him trying to consolidate, and uh, who knows what state we'd be in if he was still in charge—the complete meltdown of the fans, or or what would have happened. Instead of which, we have Super Frank, who has had a uh, a wonderful start and uh, and suddenly a slight blip so mm. um, but uh, as i say uh, up and down but having said that though i really would prefer it if we were back in a an era where the team was um, uh, winning everything and, uh, and and doing a liverpool as they're doing at the moment because i really love that era because uh, it was a delight to watch whereas now we're 
you try and compare each member of that team of the the 2009-2010 team with the current side, I'm not convinced any of the current side would get in it. And for me, that's always a yardstick. Jonathan, you uh, already sound like the two blokes I met in Aussies last night. (laughs) Don't go that way. We need to bring you back from the brink, mate. We need to bring you back from the brink of negativity and insanity. They were looking for experience, those two blokes. They were looking for something, mate. They nearly found it with me, I can tell you. They they wanted to play, but you you beautifully started just just looking at your phone. uh, That was my message for go away. I don't want to be speaking to you. Clayton, um, you know, he's right in in a respect. We could be on the cusp of something and we don't quite know. But, you know, we seem to have lurched from toxicity to joy. And there is a bit of an inkling of it coming about, but I can't quite believe that now we've got Frank in charge. Uh, we we finished the year, I think, in a much play, better place than we started it, surely. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, if we if we sort of start the year when we had a manager that we didn't like and didn't want, and then, well, I say we, uh, I'm talking for myself, I'm not talking for the whole fan base. I know that Sarri did have a lot of supporters. Um, most of them perhaps 12-year-olds in bedrooms behind keyboards. But um, to, to finish it with Frank is, is fantastic. And I, I, I think it speaks volumes for where we are as a club. The fact that, you know, when you look about the highlights of the year, that you don't automatically say, we won a European trophy, which other clubs would actually give their right arms to, to basically do. Um, and it's just become a matter of course that we've just won yet another trophy. And... I think one of the one of the darkest things of this year was was nothing to do with us, but the the whole sort of bureaucracy of, of football that they that, that the majority of our, our fans couldn't actually go and see us win that trophy. Um, I'm absolutely delighted that Frank's in charge. I I think one of the highlights for me this year was the first home game that I went to. Um, I missed the opening game, but I looked out on the pitch and there was Mount, there was Abraham and there was Tamori. And I just thought, wow, we're, we are going in the right direction. And then we had that game um, against Grimsby where even more youth was introduced. So I'm very, very happy where we are. Yes, we've hit a blip. Um, I'm confident the club's going to stick with Frank. And I think that we're, the only way is up. I think as long as the transfer window's handled sensibly, it's only good things going forward. I understand what Jonathan says. Yes, of course, we'd like to be X number of points clear at the top of the league, but we're not. We are where we are. Football's cyclical. You don't win every year, you know, and, and if we are basically going to have a couple of fallow years, which then leads back into the, the good years, I'm, I'm all for that. Mm, that's good. Very sensible stuff from you, as ever, Clayton. Um, talking. Uh... Remember, Chid, remember, I am actually only 12 myself, despite being advanced years, so I really want this constant winning. You know, we know you. Stuff. You know, but I know this of you, mate. I've had this out with you before. You, you know, you're addicted to winning, mate. Addicted yes. to it, I know you are. Well, look, let's let's you know. I I, I mean, I t- kind of echo your sentiments really about this year. I I thought you know there were bits of it that were horrible, the worst the worst excesses of the toxicity around Sarri and how it split the supporters. Uh, the delight in absolutely shafting Arsenal in the Europa League Cup final, which was just brilliant. But as you said, Clayton, very sad not to be there. But I think that 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 joy uh, of Frank coming back and you know, having to play the youth and seeing how wonderful they've been thus far has really, you know, topped the year off for me. But anyway, let's think ahead to what might happen 
next next calendar year, Jonathan. Obviously, we'll see the you know the end of Frank's first season in charge, and of course the beginning of the next season. Hopefully, where do you see that going? What are your hopes for it? Um, well, I hope we have a top four finish. That would be good to be actually in the Champions League for next season. Um, uh, which uh, and who will they bolster the team with? If, is he going to make some interesting purchases? Um, um, and then it's just onwards and upwards. Uh, it, it never, it, it never gets truly bad with our team. We never ever um, sink to the depths unless it's uh, Mourinho um, and a Cerebris. But even then, we we immediately bounce back because it's. It, let's be honest, it's an elite club, and uh, behind the scenes, they're all working to make it um, uh, to maintain this 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 status that the club has. So. Uh, um, I see, uh, I see some interesting purchases um, in the transfer window, which will which will push us back on track. I think um, um, trying to purchase somebody who is uh, is possibly more of a leader for the club might be a really good idea. Um, whether that's a centre half or a midfielder, I don't know. Um, but at the same time, uh, maintaining the mix of youth, which is clearly what uh, um, the club and uh, the owner. Uh, with well, the owner being the club, it's clearly what needs to be happening because, as Clayton says, it, it has been uh, wonderful to have this um, this route through for the for the the trophy winning youth, which was never there before. And Frank is the man. So, um, excuse me. And, and uh, we, we have to remember, of course, that both Klopp and Guardiola took a couple of seasons to get where they are. Um, so it won't be instant success, but I think it will be. Uh, it will be just terrific growth. I actually think this transfer window is is important, and I think the summer transfer window will be important as well, just for not disrupting this flow, not disrupting the route for the youth. Um, and I, I think it's uh, um, it's intriguing as to what um, what the future will hold as a consequence, as always with Chelsea. Mm, excellent stuff, Clayton. What are your hopes and fears for next next calendar year? Okay, so my biggest fear is that Frank won't be given the time that he needs. Um, I'm sort of fairly confident that he'll get to the end of this season. Um, I just hope that if we're not where the club wants us to be at the end of this season, that they hold their nerve and go with him for a bit longer. Um, My biggest hope is that we continue to integrate the youth. I know that people are very down on a few players, which is frankly quite ridiculous. I think... um, the, the, the problem is that we went into the season with no expectations and then all of a sudden we're clear in fourth place and everybody thinks that we're world beaters, which we never were. And I think people are judging the team on the wrong sort of standard. So our, my, my biggest hope is that we continue what we're doing, that we now have a sensible transfer policy, that we don't bring in a raft of 20, 30 million Euro players who basically just make up the numbers rather than change the way the squad is. I think that we basically need to bring in some superstars. I think we've got to spend the big money. We lost a superstar uh, and he hasn't been replaced and hopefully he will in the next two windows. So, And the other thing is that, that we continue to play good football. I think that the, the problem we've got at the moment is that we obviously can't score. We're, we're sort of turning into Arsenal light in trying to walk the ball in. Um, and I think, as Jonathan said, I think if, if we can get a couple of leaders out on the pitch, and my 
my biggest hope is that we can get somebody who is truly, truly horrible, who other teams hate, who starts kicking people. Because I cannot remember the last time an outfield player was sent off. I know that Courtois got sent off about three times. Um, no, that, that was for having a big nose, though, wasn't it? It was. It, it might have been when Diego sent, got sent off in Everton in the cup. Yeah. He's one and only dismissal. Yeah. But, I, you know, we need to be nasty. Yeah. We're too nice at the moment. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you follow a big team like Chelsea, one of the most frustrating things is not being able to get a ticket for the match, especially when it's away and not live on TV in the UK. What can you do? Get updates from your mates? Follow online commentary? Listen to the radio? Let's face it, it's not the same as actually watching the match live, is it? NordVPN have the solution to every football supporter's matchday problems when they can't watch the match live. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. It's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices – It's a bargain. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Yeah, it's a very, very good shout. I mean, I I echo both your sentiments. I, I, I... I mean, you know, I just hope hope for the best, really. I, I, you know, the best finish that we can get in the league. But uh, I, I think you're both right about this reassessment of expectations. And, and what worries me about that is how the club will view that, given that we've now had the transfer ban lifted. But I, they really need to, to take a step back, I think, and, and allow this to evolve organically. You know, having kind of crossed the Rubicon of having young players come in and having seen them do, you know, at the very least prove that they can compete in both the Premier League and the Champions League with these youngsters. They need to give them time to ferment and develop a bit. So I hope they don't get back to being a bit reactionary and throw the baby out with the bathwater because that would be a great shame. Um, I think it's unlikely, though, don't you? I hope so. The the makeup of the with Petr Cech involved. Yeah. I think that was a very, very uh, yeah. positive step forward for the link between the players. And the, if that's his role and the, the board, it just seemed to me that there's this other person making football-related statements who's played at the highest level, which was possibly something that uh, we were lacking in the past. So um, it, it may be that there's a very good foundation though that, there that we're not actually aware of. Well, let's hope so. Right, chaps, I'm going to turn our attention now. It's, uh, you know, as we close out 2019 and... Head off to 2020, not the cricket, I hasten to add, just the year. But of course, it's a decade, the end of a decade, the start of a new decade. And uh, I'm going to open it up with just reminding you of something that you probably don't need reminding of, that Chelsea are indefatigably, undoubtedly, 100% the English team of the last decade because we have won more major trophies than any other team. So, bleh. But it's been a great decade, hasn't it? Where would you want to start with the decade, uh, Jonathan? Um, uh, just list all the trophies we've won. Chief. Can you do that? 
bask in the glow. Well, you know, matches of you know this year, Champions League, obviously, various FA Cups, League Cups, um, winning the title. You We've know, won three that. European trophies, Jonathan, in this decade. And yeah, and, yeah, and Europa League, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's almost Liverpool, almost kind of Liverpool. We've won it three times, although it's two different trophies, I take. But I mean, do do we really need to go any further, Clayton, than the Champions League win in 2012 to be the moment of our decade? No, I don't. But uh, I I mean, it was my greatest moment as a fan. And in some respects, although it's a sort of contradiction of all the the social media stuff that, that you guys do and we do together, is I could quite happily have never gone to another football game again in my life yeah. because what I experienced that night, which was very close to Bolton away, it has to be said, was was the greatest moment as a, a football fan. And I, and, I, and I said at the time that anybody who truly loves football, I, I would, would want them, apart from a certain team in North London, to have experienced that high because it doesn't ever get any better than that. But I think there's a couple of things about this decade that that also need to be we we need to remind ourselves we actually won the double, and I mean I think that is, that that is just about the most underplayed achievement of this club. And the other thing is that I believe that we're the last London team to have won every single trophy: the FA Cup, the League, the European Cup, the League Cup, and the Europa League. We hold. We are we're the last. Yeah, we, we're the last London team to have done all of that, which is extraordinary, absolutely extraordinary. Mm, that's very true. And, of course, we're the, we were the first English team to win all of the European trophies, which, of course, we did when we won the Europa League the first time in 2013. And, of course, we're the first team to hold both the Europa League trophy and the, the European Cup at the same time because we won the Europa trophy, I think, before that year was out if you see what i mean so we still held the european cup technically which is amazing i mean i'll tell you what I, what else i would venture jonathan as very notable in in the decade that was 2010 to 2020 uh two things really player of the decade for us eden hazard without a doubt but also i think say no cpo and what happened with that the way supporters proved that they can club together, get together and stand up for what they believe in and get the club to change their mind. So very disparate things, but I think both equally important. Hazard first, Jonathan? Uh, yeah, well, a, a wonderful, wonderful player who, uh, as we are noticing, we are sorely missing at the moment, a player of his status. Um, but uh, I, I would slightly disagree, Chidge, in, in terms of the decade. I think there were there were uh, um, yeah, but he, he played he, probably he, longer. If you look at all the others, you know, a lot of them kind well, yes, of retired or disappeared. Well, we got him in. We got him in 2012. 14. We got him in 2012, 2012 yeah. just after we yeah. won the Champions League, and he's yeah, pretty much course, well. He stayed till 2019, didn't yeah. he? Because he went in this summer. Yeah, so so he, he, he he does fit fit the decade completely, doesn't he? Really, as, as the best player. Um, I just think there were there were other players who were just fading out in that period who had. Uh, who had been unbelievable in the in the previous decade, um, but uh, but yeah yeah, but completely a, a brilliant, a, a, an unbelievably difficult act to follow, which of course they're failing to do, um, uh, as we're discovering is that, that that moment where he could just unlock a game um, is is missing. But uh, will that be rectified, or does it become a team thing that they they manage to uh, to to 
to there was talk about him not being missed at all but then you after a bit you really don't miss players of his status and his abilities yeah completely phenomenal some phenomenal goals that you just uh, just stay with you um you know, the Spurs goal for example in the 2-2 draw to deny them the uh, the the chance of the title one of the great goals mm-hmm. um uh, the slalom goals the goal against Arsenal um when he ran from the halfway line and, uh, uh, and dinked and it Liverpool over. as well. Completely phenomenal yeah. Liverpool goal as well, yeah. For completely a wonderful, wonderful player. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, onwards and upwards, we just have to, to deal with it. Um, we will. For not having him. Find the next one. Clayton, what about the say no, my point about say no CPO and how important that that was? Yeah, absolutely massive, I think. Um, and from a personal point of view, it's sort of a bit of a watershed in my life because it was basically how I got to know a lot of you guys. And it really was um, an amazing thing. It was, it, I, I think it's, it is one of the very few clubs who have been able to make a stand in terms of defending their, their club, to be perfectly honest, because who knows what would have happened if we would have lost it, whether um, Roman would have then sold the club because the whole point around it was we had no idea why he wanted to buy the shares back. Um, absolutely massive. Um, it's interesting in, in terms of players of the decade. I, I agree wholeheartedly with Hazard. He, he got a lot of flack from certain <laughs> elements of fans for, for perhaps not putting shifts in every now and again. But you can't deny that he won games on his own. He won the Europa League on his own. Um, Fantastic player. Absolutely yeah. privileged to have watched him play and score some of those goals. Um, well, I kept going on, Clayton, about the fact that it's this thing of when you're watching these players is you really have to appreciate that they may not be with you the following season or the season after that. Really appreciate them for what they are at the time because it, it, it's a, they've only got a certain cycle with you as a, as a player. But yeah, sorry to interrupt. I, you, I, I, yeah, you're, no, no, no. It, it's absolutely, you're absolutely correct. And I think it's a really, really valid point because I think you know, we're obviously from a different generation and we've actually seen some horrible players play for our club. Not horrible in terms of personality, but, but in terms of ability. And I think it's very easy these days. You bring in a superstar and you can say, well, he's not doing this and he's not doing that. And then you don't actually, you know, you don't take into account how unbelievable they are, how, how you know, the, the, the level that they're at. And, and other clubs would sort of, would die to have those sort of players. And I, th- I think there is an inevitability that when you become a successful club, you, you get complacent. I, I don't know if I've got time to, to ramble on uh, a little bit longer about, about that complacency. But the story that I always tell is in um, 94, when we lost the cup final to Manchester United, ah. we left the we left, we left the ground and we were walking back to the car and, and one of my friends saw a couple of Manchester United fans and sort of had a go at them because he said, you know, obviously, obviously we were soaking wet and really depressed. And he was basically saying, what's the matter with you? You're not, you're not even celebrating. You just won the double. You just won the FA Cup and you're not even celebrating. You're not proper fans. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and I think this is, you can't tell me that well, the last time we won the FA Cup was as good as the first time you saw us mm. win the FA Cup. That's a very, very good point, Clayton. And a kind of a good way... To wrap it up, really, I just I would just like to make a kind of a, a, a collectively and a personal addendum to this. But, you know, we've been doing the fan cast, well, since 2008. So we've had a whole decade of doing it. But, of course, this is the decade that saw us win two football blogging awards. 
uh, which I would never have done without uh, your support and you being so blooming fantastic on the Chelsea fancast. So I think we should pat ourselves on the back and I shall pat you two on the back for being so brilliant on Kids, the show week Kids, in, week out. Checks in the post, Jonathan. We are it is, no, it, it's it's true. It's your your energy and enthusiasm sees us all through. I can't I can't imagine. You know, I know how much hard work you put into mm. it, and it's fantastic. And and as I said, you know, the friendships that I've actually yes. developed in in sort of being involved in all of this is yeah, is great. Yeah, and it's you know, from a personal point of view, it's fantastic. And and as Jonathan always says, you know, when you get emails from Kathmandu or wherever, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Phenomenal. The reach Phenomenal. of the fan cast is superb. Yeah. Boys? Absolutely wonderful. You've hit the nail on the head fairly and squarely, and I think definitely the overriding thing is the friendship that we've uh, enjoyed uh, throughout the entire decade, which has been fantastic. No doubt we'll all catch up very soon, but uh, well done and thanks very much. All right. Thank well done, you. Well done, well done. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 